Hey everyone, welcome to Epic Tiki's Take, the podcast. I am Luke Soyan. Why'd you look to the right when you said it? Like I don't know. <laughs> like the answer was over the Let me look at the mailbox real quick. Who am I? That Garfield cat over there. Ugh. Uh, we're on the porch outside. Oh, and also Jojo Lewis is here. He sure is. He sure is. And yes. Alfonso Portella is also here. Yes. He's here. <laughs> hey, he's here. He's, he's definitely here. You guys, he's here. Oh, my God. Yeah. He's we're comfy. doing the podcast outside because Luke didn't want me in his house. Yep. It's a it's a racial thing. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was because I smelled bad. It's, well, no, it's six purely and a half what race either. am I, Jojo? It's racial. <laughs> Ooh, um, I've never thought about it before. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very nice day outside. Yeah, it's nice. And this porch is very cool. And I finally have two fuck chairs for people to sit in. Mm-hmm. That's what Jojo calls them. I know. They're Papa San chairs from Pier One. <laughs> Papa gets some chairs. <laughs> sit on Papa's lap, some chairs. That's gross. Hey, you started it. I did. Papa boner in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> and then have someone sit on the boner. That would be while like, I sit in the is chair. it Pop A Boner or like Papa? Like Papa Boner. Like his name is Boner and he's, you call him Papa Boner. Well, my friend Papa Boner used to pop a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Every yeah. time you would say his name. Yeah, it's exciting when someone pays attention to you. You crave it with your balls, clearly. I don't know if your balls can crave. Ugh. Maybe your maybe yours can't. My balls feel a longing. <laughs> Some people would describe it that way, I bet. I bet they would. Yeah, they blame things on their balls that people just go, Oh, <laughs> all like, right. oh fake, with my balls. <laughs> I can't be mad at you for being creepy if it was your balls. <laughs> 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 if it was your balls the whole time. You can just get those cut off. <laughs> yeah. What are you waiting <laughs> for? <sighs> Just go ahead and cut them off. Get yourself fixed. <laughs> You're r- creep. <laughs> That's ridiculous. This is a. I feel like a lot of the podcasts I've been doing start out really sexual for some reason. Oh, you know. Well, you said you said fuck chairs right out the gate. Yeah, so that was on you. Well, but he's the one who coined the term. Yeah, yeah but, but I don't. I would have said really comfy out, like nice chairs. You chose to say fuck chairs. I did. I mean, on the air. Yeah, like I was telling Alfonso about the fuck chair off the air. Mm-hmm. Just so, like, you know, making conversation. Did you really? I did. Oh, okay. I told him I told him everything that he needs to know about the fuck chair. I need to bring it up. It's it's actually, I mean, I haven't tried, but I feel like it would be very hard to actually fuck someone in the chair. Uh, it seems pretty easy, to be honest with you. You just kind of... Well, like if she, she'd have to, like, sit on you, or he, he or she. They. <laughs> like, facing away, sit down. Because you can't, like, sit on the chair on top, like, with your legs out. You wouldn't, unless you're like mm. a gymnast or an alien. You could like do body paint to where you're fucking each other and you're painted like you're a baseball <laughs> with each other. <laughs> like the two separate pieces of the baseball. You know how it's oh, because like it's like a mitt. Because <laughs> it looks like a big catcher's mitt. This <laughs> 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 visual working out. This visual works out in my head. It wor- Yeah, I can see it. I yeah. like it. Maybe I'll, maybe, maybe we'll do that someday. Get some As weird a child rides by. On a bicycle, like eating an ice cream cone. <laughs> 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 That's what happened just now, not in my visual. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's literally. That's literally. literally a ch- we're outside in a child. Just we're in a, a pretty residential neighborhood, so it's very residential. I didn't even know that. Uh, it's hidden behind. I'm the never over here. Yeah. Yeah. This is. I think 
not this part, but down that way. I'm pointing somewhere, mm-hmm. audience. But uh, Stephen Fury grew up around here. Yeah, of. I'm familiar with. Yeah. Yeah, his his parents live exactly at. Beep 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 beep. <laughs> <laughs> that's edited. They that's live at edited. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's for all our belligerently uninformed fans. Uh, all the local podcast reference. <sighs> yes. Perfect. That'll get good play on the air. Uh huh. I'll be talking about that on the YouTubes. Oh yeah. Mm. I feel like we did this last time with Corky because we didn't know him, but we were talking about we like talk about the person who's our guest. <laughs> do you want to? Do we? Yeah. yeah, let's talk a little bit about because you do a lot of cool shit. Our guest of the yeah, of the let's evening, talk about me. Alfonso. He's uh, I made an effort. You're like a Leonardo da Vinci of stuff. He's a. <laughs> I'm like a way less prolific Leonardo da Vinci. He's a drummer for a. I want to say a couple. A tr- couple I think you described it as a grind trip band. Oh, the term man. the term I used was grindadelic. Grindadelic. That was <laughs> it. Called modern man. Uh yeah. Okay, yeah. And he does that. He is uh a I'm going to go with coffee artisan. Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, artisan. I, I don't, don't like co- saying artist for a barista type. Yeah, cuz when you say artisan it's like, well no, he puts in like yeah, it's work. Yeah, like a craft. Like an architect. Yeah. Well, you told me you told me but one time I'm not time expressing myself or any ideas through coffee really. No. <laughs> Other, like a, other no, than the no, no, purity, because no. <laughs> you're you're like a sommelier for coffee, right? That's yeah, more like yeah, sommelier. Sommelier. How do you say that? I don't know. Sommelier. I'm going to start calling it a sommelier. You're a Somalian. You it you're first. a Somalian warlord <laughs> for coffee. And uh, <laughs> so you do that at a pretty pretty high level. You're really good because you told me one time that you could smell a, a coffee and then tell me or tell someone where how high it was grown, like what the elevation was. It was yeah. Growing with at. some coffees, you can do that. And yeah. That's crazy to me. Because I smell the same thing when I smell coffee. It yeah. doesn't matter what it is. <laughs> the untrained nose. Yeah. And uh, I was st- hit with a metal baseball bat as a child, though, in the nose. So I feel like. Were you really? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Whoa. My best friend, who's still <laughs> my best friend. <laughs> we were we were into you know we did baseball because every kid played baseball in little league, and I was like five or six, and we were in his backyard, and he had a. Uh, like a t-ball setup and we were just practicing or having fun or whatever and he was a bat thrower so he swung and hit the ball and then went back like like you know like you swing and then you kind of like go back but when he went back he would let go and the bat just hit my face oh shit (laughs) and my nose was all swollen i remember like trying to put my finger in my nose and it was just it couldn't because it was like so fat Ugh. yeah that's a nightmare so i've yeah, I I guess I've been maimed as a I got maimed as a child, That's but pretty bad. It only fucked up my nose. Like I can smell shit, but not you know probably will never be a a coffee Somalian. <laughs> <laughs> so. <laughs> so there's that. You're a, yeah. a stand stand up comedy guy. Yes, a really fella. good one. A really good one. But quite 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 humorous. Yes, thank you. Um, <laughs> I would agree with that. You shave your head on occasion. <laughs> so I you're do. a skinhead. I'm a skinhead. Yes, yeah. Mexican uh, skinhead. Not, not, not really in favor of the coloreds. <laughs> Whoa, man! <laughs> I know that's your word, not mine. Oh god, <laughs> that's I your said word. That to you in confidence. <laughs> <laughs> is that? Is that? Is we that? We were in the broom closet. We were. <laughs> that's where we talk about it. Taking swigs of bleach. <laughs> what? <laughs> it goes down smooth. It doesn't sound like it would, but it does. Super that's, smooth. You guys, that's super basic. <laughs> ah, because it's science cause jokes. It's a base. I got it right away. Yeah, that's funny. I got it first. Kind of, in a way. 
You're welcome. Good job. That covers <laughs> that covers all the bases. But who are you? The bases. Who is Alfonso Portello? No, that you got it. That's <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. You got it. That's our that's, that's our all. that's our comedy friend. Yeah, that's all. That's all I do. I've seen you every day this week. I think. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Weird. How's it feel? It was okay. I realized that I was as a, as I was coming over. I was like, I've seen Alfonso every day for like five days. Yeah. Yeah. That happens when you go to all the same things all the time. Yeah. Do the same stuff every day. Yeah. So that's pretty much all I'm doing. Yeah. Got a Is good. Hand. I could get a handle on your schedule. I know where I could find you. Yeah, you probably could. Yeah. I'm sure you could. <laughs> JoJo knows where I am at all times. I do. All right. I do. It's good. That's, yeah. yeah it's but creepy as, a little bit. As far as the real Alfonso, well, he's, you know, he's kind of a, he's kind of a crazy man, you know? <laughs> he's a madman. What's the craziest thing you've ever done? Oh, man. Craziest thing I've ever done. Yeah. Craziest. <laughs> Have you ever yeah. battled a hammerhead shark <laughs> in the water? You ever battled a hammerhead shark? <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm not like no, I'm not. Uh, I'm not really crazy. I haven't done anything. I don't think very crazy. I'm very s- play it safe. Really? Yes. That's me, probably. Yeah, Two. I'm not. I'm not a risk taker, deal maker. Not in any way. Although, and, uh, yeah, that's good. Probably you'll stay alive. Stay alive. Easy. Like probably, better. but I won't have that many cool experiences. As in, like, experiences where your life was potentially threatened or experiences where it was like, oh, it's a good thing I took that summer in Prague. Right. (laughs) Just both? Both of those. Or do you you feel like you're a more, like, like, is it a a fear thing or is it just, like... Oh, yeah, it's a fear thing for sure. Really? How, in what, like, why? Because what if it goes wrong? (laughs) What if it... Doesn't work, or what if I get mugged, or what if <laughs> that's what that's what stops me? Prague is I think dude, <laughs> dude from Prague. <laughs> I get yeah. I think of like the what bad if thing I mugged when I jump out of that plane? <laughs> 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 the guy who strapped himself to my back, it's like pulled right. my wallet out of my back pocket <laughs> in midair. <laughs> <What> <laughs> <if>? <laughs> That is the most unrational fear. <laughs> that might be a new bit. <laughs> I don't do anything too crazy. I don't want to get go skydiving because like the guy mugs me. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. I'm in the middle of the air. Where's a police officer in that? <laughs> I liked it. I let a guy with a I beard give me an IV the other day. So. Like what? Just, just for fun? Or? Are you implying that guys with beards should not be in the medical field? Because beards are very calming. He just, well, no, I mean, it's just to say it like, oh, I let a man with a beard who also made a ton of moonshine give me an IV. You know. Well, where'd the moonshine come from? He made it. Did he? Yeah. Oh. He's, a, he's an EMT, and I know him sort of, and my friends <laughs> know him more. I've only actually seen him once, like two years ago. Because my friends used to live in Weed, California, and he was, like, one of their friends. And he worked at Mount Shasta Ski Resort with them. And he he was at this bachelor, ba- he was at this bachelor party, and he brought IVs with him so that we could be less hungover the next day. That's fascinating and, like, almost a little creepy. And But it worked. It was, like, amazing. I felt pretty bad, and then I had the IV, and then we went snowboarding, and like I was when, not okay, tired. Okay, so, so <laughs> if... if 
you in, like he inject like he, yeah really he yeah he had like I mean he he found the vein on my arm and he put a needle in it and then an IV went into my that is yeah that is borderline insane that you did that I know but he I mean I, we, I trust him because he's he's an EMT you know and like my friend Scott whose bachelor party it was he's like a firefighter and he's an EMT and all that stuff too so like he got one and I know he wouldn't just do that. Willy the, Willy. It's just, <laughs> I don't know why I'm so weirded out by that. No, I was too, but that I was kind of like. so insane. Two of my friends were already doing it, and I was like, yeah, I mean, let's see. Like, yeah. why not? I only live once. <laughs> it was, you think it was second one ever, It's a you know? YOLO? That is ridiculous. Yeah. That you, did you just YOLO'd that. We were, you we were YOLO'd you, putting an IV in your arm. That is so insane. It was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> Yeah, that's a risk I probably would never take. <laughs> Just casually, hey, do you want to set up an IV? Like, no, I don't want to do that. I'm not hurt. It feels so weird, too, because uh, it's like the liquid is cold. The he- like, because it was just sitting in the house in the heater. Like, we didn't know how to turn it on for a minute because we were at some cabin somewhere. And... Uh, so like this cold liquid's going into your arm and you just start shivering and my whole arm I was like is this normal? I think so he I did heroin. <laughs> <laughs> I think he gave you heroin. You're a like whole, oh I felt so cold. A whole bag full of it. It's <laughs> a whole like a pint. Yeah. Well. Yeah. It did feel amazing. Oh. Well, <laughs> hey, just just make just so we're clear, folks. Heroin counteracts a hangover. Yeah. So if you ever feel a little bit of the booze woozies. The booze woozy. Get yourself a little heroin. The boozy woozy. Just a smack will do you. Mm-hmm. In an IV bag, apparently. Just a smack of smack. We'll Just a you. smack of smack. <laughs> Just a little splish splash. We call it a dub smack. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so Thanks. yeah, not you're not an IV in the arm guy for just Me? kicks. No. 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 no okay. No. I heard that they started. Um, like in Vegas and stuff, they started offering like there's nurses or there's people who will give you an IV so you can like keep partying. What? Because cause it's really the reason you're so fucked up is you're dehydrated. Yeah. So all it is is the saline solution. It's like it's like Pedialyte or intense Gatorade just going into your vein to like rehydrate you. Intense Gatorade. Can you just replace it with Gatorade? <laughs> can you just inject you IV Gatorade? I don't know. I don't know if you have to like digest Gatorade Gatorade first or not. Well, I hear people say often in my line of work of bur- barista-ing. Is that sure. me? Might be me. And we're back because uh, you guys didn't even hear the, the long thing of us trying to figure out what was wrong with the cords, but it was flip-flopped and now it's better. And you were, Alfonso, you were talking about being a barista in your line of work or something and we laughed about it. Yeah, I hear <laughs> people say often in my line of work. <laughs> 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 they'll say, because I... Baristaing, I barista, and as I barist, um, people ask for advice or just sort of unload their woes, and they're just like, "Man, I just wish I could get like an IV of coffee oh, up yeah. to my arm." Yeah, and it sounds it sounds like that's gonna be that can be a reality soon. Is that what would that do to you? Uh, it would burn your veins because coffee's two hundred degrees usually. Well, what about <laughs> if it was like? <laughs> it would just be horrifying. What if they iced ice, it? Like, what if yeah. they iced the IV? <laughs> what if you saw the IV tube and there's a giant chunk of ice going down the, <laughs> <laughs> the tube, <laughs> like a snake swallowing a rat or something? It's gonna be like that kidney stone I had. Oh, you ever have a kidney stone? No, I've never had one. Oh, okay. my roommate gets them all the time. Oh! I don't know about all the time. He's had like probably two or three. 
Uh, my, <laughs> too many to have before you're 30. Though. That sucks. My I met a dude the other day who said, who's like my age, who was like, oh, yeah, I, have sh- I struggle with kidney stones. And I'm like, what the fuck? I think some diet. people... Yeah, I think it's that, and I think some people are just more prone to it than others. Right. Like, just everyone has weird things they're prone to having that are shitty, and he's just, <laughs> <laughs> has kidney stones. Like, I'm going to get diabetes. It's just a matter of when. Really? Oh, yeah. My dad has diabetes. His uh. siblings have diabetes. My mom's dad had diabetes. I uh, mean, they're in shape, though, right? Or <laughs> oh, no. Oh. <laughs> oh, Bobo. You don't know the Portellas? <laughs> you don't know <laughs> the legendary <laughs> Portellas? <laughs> the Port, Portly, Portly Fellas? The f- Portellas? <laughs> Fat Fellas. Yeah, no, they are, they're I've not like a healthy, healthy group of people. Oh, really? Well, how do you eat? Do you eat well? Me? Eh, no. I think <laughs> I, I probably know. eat average plus more food. And maybe less activity. Oh. I'm not, I don't eat very healthily. But you're not like a fat guy. You're very slim. Yeah. I'm not very slim. I got this. Oh, yeah. I have that yeah. a little bit. See that? I got this. I run a little like a punch. A little bit of a punch. punch. Yeah. I'm hiding it. A little bit. <laughs> I wear shirts that accentuate it. Yeah. And then you sit on couches where it starts writing up and so then you don't just care. A, just a yeah. little. It's like, yeah, I'm a fat piece of shit. <laughs> Fuck all of you. <laughs> I have a long torso, so my fat. <laughs> My fat is stretched across it, so uh-huh. it looks it looks nicer. I wear it well. <laughs> I wear par- my fat well. You're parting it on the side. Yeah. It's beautiful. <laughs> Where does your fat naturally part? That's how I'll cut the fat. But yeah, all your family is diabetic? Yeah, pretty much. Uh, on my dad's side, at least. And then my mom's side, some people, like her dad was diabetic. And Are your siblings diabetic? No. Oh. No. None of my cousins are yet, so it's kind of nice. Yeah, your brother seems like he's in good shape. I've seen him like a couple times at your shows. Oh yeah, he's a slim guy. Yeah, he's a slim dude. He's work. He work. He works out. Slim dude. I used to work out a lot. And I play drums. Like that's some cardio. Like in the band I play, and it's like it's very much a uh, physical endeavor. That's good. Strenuous physical endeavor. It's for your health. It's powerful. Yes. You wouldn't believe watching me play the drums. It's like like interesting. It's like you're describing a, <laughs> like a truck right now. That's oh my powerful. God. It's like watching a great white shark kill something. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta, I gotta see this. <laughs> I have gotta see this. <laughs> a great white shark with just long, sexy toned arms. Overdeveloped <laughs> 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 fins. Just tearing at a seal. Just, <laughs> just, hit, just roughing him up before he just eats yeah. him. Because he could just yeah. eat him. Have you ever been sexually attracted to watching a great white shark eat a seal? Because <laughs> that's what it's like watching me play drums. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds amazing. It's such it's an extended metaphor. Yeah, it took me a while to get there. But yeah, but it's worth it every step of the way. I'm do- getting my writing done for the day. Yeah, <laughs> I have to write like four dumb jokes a day. And I'm getting them getting them out on this podcast. That's helpful. That's good. Yeah. And we've recorded it for you. Yeah. So thanks, you'll guys. be able to go back <laughs> and just we're doing it's we're doing an accidental sexy podcast writing session. Oh, is that what that does? Yeah, yeah. We on that one we also talk for a while about whatever. Usually it's more about comedy. Mm. And then at towards the end <laughs> I had a gospel mm. <laughs> when you said that. Comedy? Mm. Mm. Mm, mm, mm. Mm. Um, and then at the end, not the end, but like at some point we'll be like, All right, writing session and then we just go through the jokes we're working on and we don't always have tags, but we talk about them and it helps, so it's very cool. But this isn't that podcast. It certainly is not. So yeah. I wanted to talk about today, I, d- I thought it'd be cool, 
uh, talk about shows like TV shows that we're that we watch, but no one else does that we think we sh- that people should watch them. Okay. So I don't know. I can go first. I have like a couple. You go first. Yeah. We'll so do w- do one at a time. Yeah, and we'll go in a circle. Yeah. And if you don't have one, Alfonso, that's okay, because I just told you right before you got here, okay. or right when you got here. But so because I've been watching Star Wars Rebels which is an animated show on Disney XD. It is very hard to find because you have to have cable to watch it or some kind of password to with cable. So like, I know it's not easy to watch, And but I feel like... I don't even know if the first season's on DVD or not. It is. Okay. It's yeah. probably on iTunes. But the thing... But like, I don't... I feel like I talk about it and no one cares, but it's like so awesome because... Um, so like they made that animated show, The Clone Wars, which is okay. Yeah. Like there's some episodes that are really good, but it kind of took it a while to get there. Like it gets more adult and the themes get a little bit more like dark sometimes and they handle like more quote unquote real shit. And, and you know, it's like as that show goes along, you follow this like Ahsoka Tano character who's Anakin's apprentice, Padawan, whatever. Yeah. And at first you're like, oh, who's this dumb kid? I hate this. And at the end you're like, wow, she's a really fully developed, cool ass character. And then she, I don't know, spoilers. We're we gonna doesn't matter. I mean, we know what happens for Clone Wars. Yeah, she leaves the Jedi Order because they kind of like, like something shitty happens, so she leaves. And you're like, wow, because you you have to wonder like, what is Anakin's apprentice gonna? Where's she gonna end up? Because, you know, like he doesn't have it. She's not in the movies, so is she gonna die. So they had her leave, and then I don't know if they knew they were gonna do the show Rebels, but then they you know they brought her back. Yeah, so they brought her back, and now she's like an adult, but she's like. A Jedi that's... And this is in season two of Rebels. Right. Like, the first season sets up the major team character. Like, there's a kid who has force powers, and then uh, he's sort of apprenticed to, like, this Jedi who was... He was a Padawan in the Clone Wars, and then his master got killed by the troopers when the Order 66 thing happened. And so he's been kind of hiding out, but he runs into this Ezra kid, and he starts teaching him the ways of the Force or whatever. And then they have, like... There's a guy who's there's an alien who looks like the original Chewbacca concept art. So like wha- like if you look there's like a poster where there's like a really girly Luke Skywalker. It's <laughs> like a general like a guy who looks like Obi-Wan and Han Solo put together and then there's like a weird Chewbacca dude and then like the droids look different. I don't know if you've ever seen that artwork. They made a comic based on that artwork, but yeah. go on. Yeah. But so yeah, so the the cool thing about Rebels to me is that they've they went back, you know, they because there's a lot of push, like, let's make it back like the original trilogy. So with this show, they took, like, a bunch of the art that Ralph McQuarrie did that no one used, or they didn't use. You know, like, just the designs and the look and feel, and s- and they put all that stuff into this show. And just and then, like, on top of that, they added, like, like, the way that they shoot things, like, the filming, like, the angles and the shot selection is, like, it's very much like the fight scenes in the movies. You know, like, so... So it's a CG show that's shot like yeah, and just the way like all that stuff comes together and evokes like th- like a new hope. Really, it's I would say like the most okay. Like the feeling you get watching that movie, they put that into the show so well. Like it's so I I didn't prepare words to describe what I'm trying to say. You have to see it because it's like <laughs> you know you know when when they escape the Death Star and the Millennium Falcon is being attacked by the Tie Fighters yeah and it's like the way that that scene is shot is like how they shoot a lot of the action scenes in this show but as it goes on it gets more innovative and cool like they have different stuff going on like I watched this one today where 
um, they were like, they went to these, they went to Geonosis where there was like some kind of construction yard thing and they went in there and there was a trap and they had to get out of there and they had this cool sort of action scene where there was like a docking bay with two um, openings and they're like flying around with TIE fighters chasing them and at one point they fly through the docking bay again and one of the TIE fighters is trailing them and they shoot it in the docking bay and it like crashes into like a little mini walker that's in there and just, I don't know, like it's really innovative and fun and cool and then the stories get really good and dark like they had... Well, not dark, but um, there's an the ah, I'm doing such a bad job. I should have drank this coffee earlier. Corky's going to be disappointed because I had like a really good recap of that Walking Dead episode that one time. Can't recap. Rebel. Well, OK, so it sounds like if I'm hearing you right, Rebels is a great show because it's it's just it's capturing the vibe of the movies, which yeah. the other shows and a lot of other stuff doesn't do. Yeah, but like which The Force Awakens did. You yeah. Know? And that's what this show does. And I think a lot of people dismiss it because they're like, oh, it looks like a corny kids show and they don't give it a chance. But there's like a like go YouTube the trailer for like season two and watch that if you're listening and you want to be convinced because that has a lot of really cool shit. Like for this season, they had like this trailer where like Ezra finds a lightsaber. It looks like Kylo Ren's, but it's green. And there's all this stuff going. And they brought, they bring back characters. Like, they had Lando Calrissian, and it's Billy D. Williams as the voice. You know, they had Princess Leia. It wasn't Carrie Fisher because she doesn't sound like young Princess Leia anymore. <laughs> she sounds like she smoked a lot. <laughs> 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 and they brought back James Earl Jones for Darth Vader. That's pretty cool. You know, so, like, those things, when they come together, you're just like, oh, I can't believe this show exists. And then they, have a, they add cool lore to, like, the Jedi and stuff, and it's not corny or stupid the way, like, in the Clone Wars in the Clone Wars, there's an episode where they go to this planet, and there's, like, the pure embodiment of light side versus dark side, like a brother and a sister, and then, like, their weird wizard dad. And it's so weird and mystical and a bat. Like, I thought it was super lame. Huh. But this show's like, oh, here's a cool Jedi temple, and let's go in there. And then, you know, they're meditating, and, oh, there's Master Yoda, and he gives them advice. And then uh, there's, like, a, a really cool scene where Kanan, he's the, the Jedi that was in hiding that's training Ezra. Uh, voiced by Freddie Prince Jr. He's actually really good. <laughs> you wouldn't think that he'd be a good actor, but he's not bad. <laughs> why, he, why wouldn't you think that? Because <laughs> he's, he's Freddie Prince Jr. Yeah. Is he good? The man. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I hate you guys. Um, oh, I got a text message. What was I gonna? What was I saying? Um, and oh, and he, there was like this really cool, like sort of. It reminded me of the first Matrix movie when uh, he's when Morpheus is teaching Neo kung fu. They're like in this dojo kind of setting, and these uh, Jedi temple guards are like trying to teach him a lesson, and he has to fight them. It's just really good, you guys. Go watch it, please. Okay. All I right. I will believe your sterling recommendation. I am okay. not gonna watch it of this Disney That's show. Okay. You look very lost. Like you're not a Star Wars person. I'm not a you? Star Wars person. So I was. That's like, okay. You yeah, don't have he to didn't. Be. He didn't see the movies. Which is totally cool. So I yeah. just couldn't. This yeah. is yeah. for people who like Star Wars, who are just like, eh, I don't know. Like, just watch it. And if you want, like, you should watch The Clone Wars, too, because there's a lot of shitty episodes. There's a few with Jar Jar. I don't know why they thought they had to do that. Probably because George Lucas made them. But go watch all these things and, and get back. I'm going to drink so my coffee. So Star Wars Rebels is your your show. Yeah. I okay. mean, I have a couple more if we have time. All right. But Alfonso. <laughs> Uh, I don't really watch, uh, uh, shows. Yeah. Oh, okay. And and I think the ones that I have seen aren't 
weird. Uh, there's a series. <laughs> That's perfect. Um, no, I mean, like, I don't know. There's a series called How We Got to Now. That's on Netflix. It's pretty cool. It's just. What is it? How We Got to Now. That just sort of. Uh, Sort of shows you just kind of, uh, you know, very people who are very instrumental in getting us to pretty much the modern civilization that we are today, you know. Mm. Like well known people or like. No, like people who the public has never heard of, like the, the people who uh, perfected suing. Uh, suing. <laughs> <laughs> sewers. Lawyers? <laughs> sewers? Sewers. <laughs> sewers. The verb form of making a sewer is suing. Yeah, I <laughs> caught myself. Well done. All right. <laughs> I didn't go on with my mistake. Mm, I did. <laughs> Sometimes recording in the afternoon Sewing. is bad. I feel like Sewing. Sewing. Hit Making that, like, sewers. Afternoon time. So there. So there's like so sanitation. The so the people who came up with uh, that stuff. Yeah. Just like, like cleanliness. You know. Uh, you know how we have just running water, all that kind of stuff. Like, like basic infrastructure things that yeah. we don't even think about. Yes. That sounds actually really fascinating. It's a really cool show. So it goes, it's like a documentary. The guy who's, it is kind of History doctor. Channel kind of thing. Yes, I like those kind of things. That's good. I watch yeah. a lot of those. I don't like watch enough of them. That's like, like all I watch. How It's Made or Modern Marvels. Oh yeah, that of. shit's awesome. Yeah. yeah. That's my jam. Those are really good shows. Yeah, I love those. Yeah. Love them. There's that. There's, uh, what is it, Life of Birds. That one's pretty dope. What's That's Life a, of Birds? Another documentary series. It's just about birds. Just their <laughs> and their lives. <laughs> <laughs> Could have guessed that. I feel like it's like five bird families, and it follows <laughs> them around. Does Morgan Freeman? Uh, I think David narrate Attenborough it? narrates it. No probably. way. That's pretty cool. I could be wrong. I just always assume it's David Attenborough. Does it every and scenario? Like, just he has a cold, or he doesn't, or he's doing a voice. <laughs> 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 even even uh, Morgan Freeman, I think sometimes he's is just David a poor David Attenborough <laughs> impersonation. Like he's yeah. call, he's using a phone. Yeah. Do you know Morgan Freeman is now on Waze? Like if you're using the app Waze to get places. Oh, he can he can, nav- he can navigate it for you. Yeah, and he'll be like, "Turn left at the next light." Turn left at the next and, light. And then when you get somewhere, he goes. It has been my honor to guide you on this mission to your destination. Thank really? you. <laughs> and then he just, yeah, it's so funny. That's bananas. Yeah. I downloaded the app just for that. <laughs> <laughs> and it's worth it. It is worth it. So. You were telling Tell me, me about where a. you need to go. You were telling <laughs> me about a documentary you saw about, like, I want to say a T-Rex skeleton. Ooh. Yeah. It's a documentary called, uh, I think, what was it called? Dinosaur 13? Something like that. So like an unlucky dinosaur? Or no, it was like the third, the thirteenth T-Rex uh, fossil that, or T-Rex skeleton that they had found um, mm-hmm. in 1990, and it was the most complete uh, T-Rex fossil, oh. uh, like the most T-Rex, the most complete T-Rex skeleton. Yeah. And like uh, the, the group that found it uh, were guys who weren't like you know PhDs and stuff. They were kind of a more, they were like indie, indie uh, <laughs> archaeologists. You know what I mean? <laughs> They were they paleontolo- were archaeologists, paleontologists. They were uh, hobbyists. Sure. Yeah. You know, and uh, uh, they bought, they 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 bought the skeleton from the guy who owned the property, um, but they didn't like sign a contract or anything. And then a few years later, the guy who owned the property was like, "Yeah, I stole my dinosaur," and got like the FBI involved. And wow. there was this big legal battle about like who actually owned the skeleton, and uh, everyone is like freaking out like because having a full 
Tyrannosaurus Rex skeleton would like could bring a lot of money if it's on display in their small yeah. town in like South Dakota. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. That's so where they found it, South Dakota. Uh, I don't think they found it in South Dakota. Oh, um, but near there. Oh, I, okay. I watched it a little while ago, and uh-huh. I clearly maintained so much of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, that sounds like, cool. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a fun like legal battle slash dinosaurs. <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear about uh, Nicolas Cage owned, he had a T-Rex skull or something that he bought at an auction and it turned out it was a stolen one from like, it was stolen from Mongolia. Oh shit. So he had to, he returned it recently. Like he gave it back to the Mongolian government. Did he take a picture? Like here's me. Do a selfie there. with a I don't T-Rex know. head. That would be my, f- that would be the first thing I did with a T-Rex head. Cause what else do you do with it? That's just what I call really good head is I got some T-Rex heads. Yeah. It's a T-Rex. <laughs> yeah. yeah I got some just T-Rex monstrous. Head. You know. T-Rex it's big, head. big teeth. That's it's a stupid. risk, but you got to take those risks. That kid, so, like, just, that kid just judged us so hard that walk by. Hurt. He's like, what the fuck are you idiots <laughs> doing? Yeah, so what? He's a teenager. I <laughs> that's, what they, that's what they do. They hate everything they even do understand. It's ridiculous. I <laughs> <laughs> hate what they don't understand. And then some of the things they actually do get are the worst. But yeah, I didn't. Uh, I don't really watch too many shows. And then uh, I mean, you're the T-Rex thing I, didn't, I haven't watched in a while, and I'm a little... A little upset that I can't just give you crazy details about. It's okay. It's okay. You I watch documentaries. That's like kind of too. a. That's kind of a. That's a very atypical genre for people to like watch. I feel. I feel like. But I think a lot of people do those. watch those. Yeah. Yeah. I, feel yeah. Like I have friends who just like they are really into. Um, like my friend and his wife, they watch, like food shows. So they like they got they became <sighs> vegans because they're super into like all those like what is that one fork something. Farm to fork. No, no. Oh man, what's uh, there's like one really popular one that you watch and then all like you go you turn vegan because you watch it like it's that intense. Oh, I don't know. I forget what it's called. I think it's on Netflix. It's like Food Inc. or something like that. Oh, it might be that one. I've heard. It. Yeah, yeah, I've heard of that one. Yeah, so th- they watch a bunch of that shit. And my roommate, he watches like I'll be taking a shit at 10 p.m. sometimes, and I can hear through the door, <laughs> and he's just watching like some crazy World War II thing. <laughs> <laughs> He watches so many. Like I think he's obsessed with World War Two. He has all these cool posters in there uh, that are like World War Two photographs, like of planes bombing stuff or soldiers. But then there's like Star Wars photoshopped into it. So like there'll be like a Tie Fighter dogfighting with like a, a P fifty one Mustang. That's ins- they're <laughs> really that's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, and the or like an at ATST fighting a tank. You know, yeah, they're pretty. Neat. He has like six of them. Obsession with World War Two. Does he watch Ancient Aliens? World War Two is really cool. It's like the coolest war. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it had like legit bad guys. It was like, you know, a lot of times wars are like, oh, well, no one should die. But this one, it's like, yeah, fuck those Nazis. Like They're killing lots of people. We need to stop them. And then just like the aesthetic, I think. I like how you describe it as the coolest war. Yeah. The coolest. I mean, when you watch because Band of Brothers. This war is so uncool, y'all. <laughs> But this war, man, it was so retro. Yeah, it wasn't one of those nerd wars. Nah. Like, no, it wasn't a Star War. Jesus. Oh, shit. My cord got tangled up. Here, just dropped his phone. JoJo, tell us about your show. Um, I have a few because I watch really weird TV shows. No, I like my big show because they're bringing it back on Netflix is The Gilmore Girls. That is by far my absolute pinnacle of show. That's really? so, I love really? that. I love that show. 
Because you, I've almost for the past like month, I've been rewatching the whole thing. I've almost, I'm on the last episode. I w- I wanted to wait. I saw the second to last episode last night, and I'm gonna watch the last one today because it's very very nice. It's a good show. <laughs> what? So what? Um, because you mentioned it before that you really love the show. You're excited it's coming back. What? got you into it or what makes you stay there is it's imagine it's the writing the writing i think the writing is really good yeah and i really like the worst part about that show the only thing i don't like is alexa spladell she is a terrible actress and she's like a big part of the show though she is the other gilmore girl yeah and i want to like in my wildest fantasies i imagine like somehow recutting this show so she's not even in it so it's just lauren graham the whole time (laughs) because she is like and it's sad, too, because if you follow Alexis Bledel's career, which I did, I did do that. Nothing she's been in is good. Like She was in a pretty good Less Than Jake video. No, she sucked in that. She was in... <laughs> it's she, already pretty bad. Every character... You don't like Less Than Jake? <laughs> every oh. character she plays is god-awful. She was in Sisterhood of Traveling Pants. Mm. She had the most pointless story. She was a hooker who was also traitorous and sincere. Yeah, yeah. She was in Tuck Everlasting. And she was the garbage person <laughs> there. Like, she's a <laughs> terrible, terrible <laughs> actress. So boring. Her back is weird. Anyway. What? So her back is weird? She has a weird back. Right. Is there scenes where she, like, has her back out? There's scenes where if you just look at it, her, like, if you Google Like, shirt Alexis, on or shirt off? If you type in Alexis Bledel into Google, like, one of the first options is back or weird back. Because it's, what? like, cur- yeah. I've done a lot of research. No, not for me. It says Mad Men, Husband, 2015, Height, and Wedding. She's got a weird back. Oh, but then you type B and it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no! Let's but see. the I like the show because was it just hunched or what's wrong with it? No, it's it's weird and curvy. It doesn't make like she has scol- scoliosis or something. Which, as someone who suffers from that, I thought you were gonna say it doesn't make sense. Like it's a like a, a vis- like a, a visual uh, illusion. And the whole show, it's like she's doing a bad Lauren Graham impression. But oh, really? yeah, what what I like about the show is it's one of those things where it's like it doesn't look that bad to me. It's not like nothing ever really like super scary happens if that makes sense. It's kind of like, "Oh, this is just going to be a very pleasant fun experience." Yeah. And then I like it because I like dramedies. Like I I've come to realize like I really like shows that are that have drama and then are also funny at the same time. So you like white people problem shows? Yeah. You like well-rounded shows. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want a little bit of everything in your show. Just a, just a splish splash of everything. Have you watched Parenthood cuz I feel like that show would be up your alley. I have not watched Parenthood, but I've actually heard that Parenthood like and Lauren Graham's on that show. Yeah, but I heard that she's not Lauren Graham on the show. Like, what I mean is, like, mm, yeah. Gilmore Girls has so affected the way I think about Lauren Graham that when she's not a character like that, I'm actually turned off by it. Like, she was <laughs> awesome in Bad Santa. But from what I heard is that in Parenthood, she wasn't super great. Uh. Or, like, her character wasn't didn't really fit. Why don't you grow with was. her, JoJo? Grow <sighs> with her. Because I did over seven seasons. Oh, you're right. <laughs> seven years. Well, I've watched them all in a row, but yeah. they're all great. All the like it, the show is like genuinely funny, and it the dialogue is pretty snappy, and Melissa McCarthy's in it, and she's wonderful. It's just a, it's it's one of those things where it's like, it's a good way, it's a good way to kind of chart out like you. It makes you think about how, what progress am I making in my own life? Because that's really what the whole show is about mm-hmm. is about how. A woman who got pregnant at 16 is able to get her kid to be something better than that. 
which is actually a pretty interesting. Con- I mean, it's like nice there's so, there's some kind of like th- there is a level of disbelief where it's like her parents are seemingly infinitely rich. Like we don't know how rich they are, but they can seemingly pay for anything. Um, Wait, her like Lauren in oh, the show. Lauren, Lauren Graham's. Graham's parents are insanely rich. So that's, that's and they uh, never make it clear how rich they are. That one guy from Richie Rich. He played Richie Rich. Edward dad. Herman. Yeah. 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 He's uh, and he died, which is very yeah, sad. I remember that. And I have a theory that his the, the death of that character is just going to be the 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 starting event for the new season. Anyway, and uh, that makes sense. Like that could bring did they split up or something at the end or go off like because she went to college. Yeah, again and or the something. reason I'm excited about the new season coming out is the way they ended the show was not very good because the the person who created the show and and was like the principal writer for most of the episodes her name is Amy Sherman Palladino. She did not write. She was the executive producer, but she did not write the final so much season. About the show. So, <laughs> and the problem is, is though they had this one character who was supposed to be like uh, Rory, who's the daughter, supposed to be her boyfriend, and he mm-hmm. was a really great dude. He was really smart. He he challenged her, and the like, he was a perfect man. I think he's gorgeous. <laughs> it's played by Matt. <laughs> I don't. His name is the actor's name is Matt Zerkri. <gasps> Zert, Zert, <laughs> I don't know what else is he, he's in. I want to say Entourage because I feel like he could do it. But anyway. <laughs> and they, they set Matt it up Zert such that he asked her to get married and she was like, let's do long distance. And he was like, never mind. And then he just walked away. Zercher? Yeah. Uh, C-Z-U-R-C-H-R-Y is his name. And oh, Zerkery. And they ended the, the oh, series in hot. a really, really dumb way with that. And... Yeah, like that. It always seemed like the end of that show was always like, I wait. can't believe that this is how they ended the show. It ended. Wait, how did it end? It ended where he was. The, her Mary? her story arc is it. Her story really ends when he asks her to marry him, mm. like at her or the day before her graduation from Yale, because mm. you know real problems, right? Mm-hmm. How tough is that? And she turns him down because she wants to like figure out what she wants to do with her life what was her degree she was getting she's a journalist Uh, Uh, she wants to go meet superman yeah and (laughs) this is so dumb instead of getting (laughs) married she decides to work for this small internet newspaper falling around barack obama because how long the show went this was in 2007 so it was he was just starting to like gain some momentum to possibly be president and they used that as like her exit of the show as the end of the series what did he guest star on the show no he never did but um i mean they they made an allusion to the idea that rory interviewed him at some point um but he was never on the show okay Um, but that was that's the the end of her story is this guy who was supposed to be like absolutely perfect totally understanding willing to take risks do whatever he could he's just like well if you're not gonna marry me and move across the country and put your life on hold then i'm out like that's it that's exactly how it happens lauren graham's character has a much better story arc where she like the guy she's supposed to be with they fall in love at the end is that guy's name luke his name is Luke. I knew it. He's played by, I believe the name of the actor is Scott Patterson. And I like that ringtone. But uh, yeah, her, like Lauren Graham's story ends pretty strongly, like really good. The Roy arc doesn't end well, and they need to fix it. And I'm hoping the new series will do They that. just go the first episode like, all right, we're going to redo the last episode. We're going to uh, retcon this <laughs> show. You know what's, and here's the thing. they made, We're changing the storyline. Here's how, <laughs> and the reason I like the show and I hate Alexis Bledel so much, which is so confusing, because the character, 
the 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 actress who was supposed to play Rory originally was this actress named Liza Wheel, who was a much better actress, and she was so good they wrote a character into the show for her that lasted all seven seasons. Oh wow, which is insane. And the whole time you're watching the show, just like, why couldn't you be Rory? Yeah, because she was like, <laughs> I. I really do have that feeling because she was like funny and you cared about her. I think they picked Alexis Bledel because you could kind of see her being the daughter of Lauren Grant, like the face oh. a little bit, but that's pretty much it. Paris Geller? Yeah, Paris Geller. Mm. My know. knowledge of this show is insanely deep. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm this good at, like, I can't even think of what show I would be like that about. Yeah. But, like, it's a good, it's, it's funny and I like the first season like with any show it's tough but after like the first season like you kind of get really hooked on it it's a very like low scale dramedy type plots every show pretty much begins and ends with a with a family dinner which is somehow comforting and yeah yeah it's kind of like you know it salves the sad, sad reality of life. It's a good, it's a good, it's a good suburban white middle class fantasy show. I like it. It that, what you're saying about it makes me think of like why I like to white, watch HGTV sometimes. Because <laughs> everything on, you know, like everything gets home and garden television. Yeah, <laughs> dude. When if you watch like especially House Hunters and stuff, it's just like people traveling like looking at trying to move into a house and they're like i mean because you know when you're selling a house everything's nice inside they keep everything you know so it's just a bunch of like nice spaces and you're like oh that'd be that'd be cool to live there maybe oh yeah <laughs> and it always ends well like they pick the right one and they're like yeah we ended up going with the two bedroom because we just we're not ready for three and i don't know like there's just Especially, like, yeah, uh, the, the international ones are really cool because you get to go see, like, oh, what's it like to live in Istanbul or something? The, Istanbul. The, show, the show definitely has that vibe in the sense that she lives in this very small town that do, I don't think it really exists called Stars Hollow. Mm, that sounds fake. It does sound fake. And it's and got the go kind of – like, you know how you watch, like, The Simpsons or Family Guy and they have a lot of really vivid, developed, but totally supporting characters – Mm-hmm. Like that really flavor the town. Like that's that's really like how Apu? they, yeah. Like Apu or Chief Wiggum. Is that what Melissa McCarthy's character was like? Kind of, yeah. Like they made it such that uh, all the second there's no really throwaway secondary characters. Like that's where all the real best humor is. Is all these secondary people who live in the town, who are always kind of like tertiary to the story, except in very minor ways. Like the only important characters from the town are. Luke, who owns the diner, and Melissa McCarthy's character, Suki. And that's pretty much it. Everyone else is kind of just around almost like comic relief, but they're very that, vivid. Like, that, they do a good job s- establishing the whole yeah. town. That's what that's what I like about a show. And I think it's funny because you see that and you're like, man, why isn't, it about, why isn't the show about that person? But then if they did that, it would take away the specialness of that character, like, c- popping in for a minute and doing their thing, you know, and yeah. getting to get developed. And that's another thing about Rebels. <laughs> Because I feel like I didn't do a good job talking about it. I just rambled. <laughs> it was stupid. But that's what, like, I watched this episode today with uh, the guy who's sort of like Chewbacca. The, uh, his name is, um, oh, what's his name? I forget his name. But he gets stranded with the one of the chief bad guys, Imperials, that's chasing them, Agent Callus. And, um, Callus? Like a callus on your hand? No, Callus, like K-A-L, I don't know, whatever. Yeah, I guess so. David David Oyelowo, Oyelowo the guy... Um, 
He was in Selma. I think he played Martin Luther King Jr. He did. Yeah. He's uh, the voice. And then the other guy, oh, Zeb is the alien's name. He's like the rebel, the nice, the good guy. He's a, um, uh, and that guy th- is the voice. It's the guy who does like Spike on Cowboy Bebop and like Hello. Steve Random. J. Blum. Yes, that's yeah. He does like a British accent, and the two of them get stranded on the moon of Geonosis, and they have to work together. It's like one of those like, oh, we're not so different, you and I. But though they handle it so well, and you get like, you know, like Zeb at the start is like he's just kind of like a a bruiser, like a, oh, I'm gonna beat up all the Imperials. I hate them. You know, and then you get to they flesh out the character as the show goes on, and that's what's so good about Rebels. It's like you get to see like there's an episode where he finds two of his own race because a lot of them got annihilated by the Empire, like their planet, not their home planet, but one of their planets was like they just murdered everyone. Yeah, and they don't shy away from that stuff. Like they talk about it. It's it's a kids show, you know. And they, I remember watching shows where they wouldn't say the word kill or dead. They'd be like, oh, he's he's gone, you know. You're like, Come on, Mr. Rogers, give it to me. <laughs> give me the sweet, sweet killing and death. That <laughs> Tell I'm me the truth. Tuned in for. Tell me where Mr. Train really is. <laughs> I, I like that on Family Guy, what Stewie's like has a an, a dream about uh, being in Mr. Rogers' neighborhood and like murdering all the puppets or something. <laughs> have you seen that? I don't think I have. Oh, okay, it's I like in the I first have. couple seasons. I think it's uh. great. But yeah, I that's that's what's good about the show. It's like they take time, like you know, eventually they start focusing on a character, and you get their backstory, and like they get fleshed out, and you just uh, get attached to them more, even though they're CGI cartoon people. They're just it's really cool. Yeah. So I believe you. Yeah. I understand it. I don't know. We can keep going. We have about we're at like forty. Nope, we're at fifty minutes. Yeah. I don't mind. I don't know. Do you should we talk about Agent Carter? Uh, I don't know. Do you not want to know because you want to watch it? I, wa- I need to see it first. Okay. Well, this is what I'll say. Is I said this earlier before you, you got say, here. You were saying, Alfonso? Oh, what were you going to say? Nothing. I feel bad. Like I feel like you. we didn't pick a good topic for you to talk about. Stuff. There is no such thing as a good topic for me to talk about. Really? Oh, okay. You're you not a talkative person. Do you really person. feel that way? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. How come? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> no, I have to... Uh, 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 can we like take a... a, a can I go pee real quick? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Can absolutely. We edit, can we edit all of this out? Yeah. And we're back. You didn't even notice because it just cut right. Alfonso had to pee. Mm. I sure did. Talk Sometimes about we just keep going, but this time we decided to talk. Wait. Talk about that sweet camera that Alfonso has. Talking about my sweet recording sweet. device. Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of cool. You gotta. You always have that with you. Uh, do you, you don't use your phone ever? You only use that thing. Yeah, I only use that. That's good. Do yeah. you? Do you I'd always? Do is that. it video every time? No. Really? I'm trying to do more video this year, but every year I say that and it stops at some point. Okay. Because it's just kind of a hassle to like set your camera somewhere. Yeah. And you need to bring a tripod everywhere. Uh, yeah. That, well, actually, no, at the comedy spot, I could set it on that ledge. Right oh, there. yeah, yeah. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In Luna's, I could set it in the back of the room. And uh, and at uh, Blacktop, now I can set it on that like back. That little, little, that little rail. bench thing. Yeah, but that thing's kind of, if someone's sitting there and they bump, like that table's not very uh, stable, I feel yeah, like. It's super not. It's not, it's yeah, nothing anchors it to the ground. Like, it's just kind of standing there you with the best of intentions you keeping it up. Yeah. You probably could, though, ask Paul in the booth back there to, like, set it up on the little counter because he has, a, there's a camera already up there and there's probably a oh, spot. Oh, really? There's, like, a yeah. really nice camera up there with, like, a shotgun directional mic yeah. right at the stage. Like, like a really Rockland nice camcorder. Money. What? That Rockland money. Oh, that <laughs> sweet Rockland money. 
Yeah. That's a weird that that room I like and it's weird. It was I mean it used to be really weird where it used to be but now I really like the new space cuz it it looks so nice in there and everything's really set up. They have that really cool sign in the back that says blacktop and it's like Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I remember I went to both of their I went to their original location and I went to the one the first time they moved. Yeah. And both of them were like super weird. Uh-huh. Cuz they were both in like an in, like industrial warehouses they yeah. converted into theaters yeah and they just kind of all the rooms like the little like the green room is just like black curtains like <laughs> yeah yeah they had black curtains with like a couch and then like a tv with a video constantly playing of like a fireplace and then like a fake fireplace underneath it made no sense <laughs> like they had a fake fireplace and then above it was a tv with a video of a fireplace is this at the old blacktop this is at the second blacktop we're up to we're up to blacktop version three. Wait, really? <laughs> yeah, there was there was the first the very first blacktop was in this industrial park, and you go in and it's like a lobby that you would expect to go to if you're getting right. your car fixed. And you go in and on the right was the stage and on the left was this open area. The second blacktop was kind of like that. It was in the same industrial park. That's but why I'm confusing it because it was in the same industrial park. Yeah, it just moved. And you go different. and yeah, you go into the okay. second one and it's like there's a. It's like it looks like a hallway, but it's really just curtains. And you go in, and the stage was on the ground. It yeah, wasn't actually a stage, and the and the chairs went up. And then the back part was a fireplace with a video of a fireplace, like a TV above that that also had a video of a fireplace, and then a bunch of chairs, and like weird strobe lights. You remember those? I do. Yeah, I remember one of those. I've, I'm just putting them together because I think I only went to one of them. Like. Yeah, I would go there. I went there every week for like a year, and then I went until they stopped doing their open mic. Actually, I went to both, and I and I couldn't remember if they changed the layout or if they just got another one. I had that thought. I yeah, I remember you came. I remember one time you came with uh, I want to say with Jacqueline, and I like I don't think we I don't think we ever met each other then. I don't think we don't. I don't think we were f- we were friends or talked to each other then. Like I think I was real new when I when I was going there. Yeah, it took me a long time to warm up to you. Yeah, I understand. <laughs> no, I I'm very abrasive and it's prickly, super I super against Mexicans, and so <laughs> it was tough for. Well, I know all other people have said like, oh, I thought you hated me, and then I got to know you, and you were cool. That's how I felt. Like I didn't think you hated me, but I thought like, oh, that guy's a hack, or I don't know. What? You probably <laughs> still think I'm a hack, but. Wait, that's what you thought JoJo thought about you? Yeah. You uh, thought that I thought that you were uh, a hack? Yeah, or just oh. like, oh, I hate that guy. He's dead. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, I dropped that in and out joke, like, in a hurry. Yeah. Like, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I, I haven't done I it for a long time. You. What? I just didn't know you. It no, just, you did. It takes yeah. a while. Yeah. It takes a while. It does. I don't you remember. Break how down I, the barriers of JoJo. I don't remember how it. I think it was. You know what I think it was? Is I think I asked you to do my podcast, and then after that, I was like, oh, yeah, Alfonso's cool. Yeah, pretty that pretty normal. Yeah, I remember. Like, I wanted you gave to. Me, you gave me a chip to get a free coffee. I remember. Oh yeah. I still have it. I'm not going to use it. Oh well, you can. I, I got, know I should. I, I just <laughs> I just don't. I'm like, oh, that's that thing Alfonso gave me. I'm going to keep it. Put it up there. <laughs> Put it up. I'm serious. I have it. Like it's like, oh, it's a free coffee that I'm never going to. You should have like a like a a board like a cork board and just put up like friend board and it's just just that. things like that. Just that <laughs> in the center. It's Nothing just else. it says friend board, but it's just that thing with pictures of Alfonso with the eyes cut out. <laughs> it says friend board, just parentheses Alfonso board. <laughs> <laughs> I like 
like it. Well, I remember like when I did your podcast, the Liquor Lamp podcast, go listen. I still out there. Still I still exists. wanted like I it was cool. Like it wasn't a bad episode, I don't think, but I all the all the episodes were so like they were very like, let's analyze your comedy and who you are. And mine felt really superficial, like, oh, you do this, and that that's fun. I don't know. Like, it was just a bunch of silliness. And I was <laughs> expecting, like, like I wanted a Mark Maron, like, I oh, so this is what you do with your comment. Now, what do you think, what is it do you think you're trying to get? I don't know. You know what I mean? I, yeah. But we I, didn't know each other that well either, so no, maybe with that, that it's hard, too, because it's like everyone that you're interviewing has only been doing comedy for maybe... You know, when I did your show, I think I was only doing comedy for like two and a half years. So it's yeah, yeah, like, you uh, yeah, so yeah. You're yeah. Like, what is what is your comedy? And you're like new. And <laughs> new. I want to be good at it. And yeah, it would be interesting if I did it again now that some time has passed. Maybe your season two should just be all the same just people. A redux. Yeah. Yeah. Just where are you now? And everyone's like still here. <laughs> I know. <laughs> accessible to you. It would need, yeah, I need to wait like <laughs> 10 years and then talk to everybody again. See what happened. That's a good Some idea. people have quit in the meantime that have been on my show, which is weird. Oh yeah. 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 Wait, who I'm trying to, I can't think of anyone. Else Garrett's on quit. Oh yeah. Pretty much. Adrian dark doesn't come around anymore. Mm. Um, fucking, I don't ever see Kate Willett. She quit. Kayla I'm, just, I'm just kidding. Super well. I know. That's did you have kidding. her on the show? I did. She was the only person from. I like that episode. SF I ever talked to. Oh. And I only I only managed to talk to her because she was in town with Margaret Cho, and I was able to catch her and like I talked to her at her hotel. That was before I even had the good equipment. I had to I had to drag like a fucking pallet of garbage <laughs> into a holiday she's Inn like, express the whole time she's like, the why lounge. am i doing this i no, she was really cool yeah she seemed like she and uh cool. yeah like that was yeah i talked to kate will at once i wanted to talk to the other mission position people but i was like i never was able to find time to just get to the bay hmm. to do it oh it here's really a here's exhausting. a thing here's a thing to talk process. about did you guys watch the flop house show yet on no. viceland no it's really cool yeah but i don't know I don't know what I was going to say. Cool. There's like one comic on there. I won't say who, but they're like on every episode. You'll, you'll know when you watch Uh-oh, it. Oh, you're going to do a talking shit podcast? Oh, <laughs> shit. But We're about to get mad edited. It's about to get super. But she so like she she shows up in every episode, and then like there's parts where they're talking to someone, and she just pops in like, hey, what's going on? I'm here. Don't forget about me. I'm like, oh, why are you on this every episode? Like, what is this? That's how you, that's how you get famous. I know. I it guess. just annoyed me. But it's really, it's really interesting because I didn't – I guess I sort of knew there were places like that, but I didn't know that people I've met live there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of neat just to see, like, like, Christopher John or Matt Lieb, like, on a TV show. Oh, yeah. So – or Kasim Bentley. I've only seen him in person once. Yeah, they're the the there's an episode where they talk about And Kate Willett, she they do one where it's like her the place she lives in what's it called? The chapel or something? I don't know. I it's like an it's artist it's yeah. more art based, it's not comedians only. It's yeah. like but that one's that's a good episode. Yeah. They have like a trampoline on the roof and like bands. It seems like a really cool place. I don't know if I'd want to live there though, 'cause it I feel like it'd be hard to like go to sleep when you want. It would just be noise all the time. Yeah. <laughs> What's the what was the horrible the horrible house that they they looked at in that one? What do you mean horrible house? Like the the other not not the chapel the other thing. Oh, the one where they have like a bed that they're like don't sleep there because that's just the community bed. Yeah, <laughs> there's yeah. There's like trash on like a big pile of trash. Yeah. Ugh. I forget what that one's called, but that's because there's. 
there's been three episodes that I've seen. The first one's in L.A., uh, and then the second one is – there's two in San Francisco. So there was, like, some house and then the chapel place. Interesting. And Yeah. They're really cool. They're interesting. Yeah. They have shows at these places, I guess, and – yeah, it's fascinating. What is Viceland supposed to be exactly? It's there. It's like a new channel on TV. I know, I know that, but like, like what, like what is it supposed? Like, what are they going for? I mean, I understand it's a new channel, but Vice stuff. <laughs> I don't know. I don't either. I th- they have a show. With, I think I heard Action Bronson has a show where he goes around and eats food with his crew, and it's he talks about fuck it. Fuck, that's delicious. <laughs> 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 that's what it's called. Really? Yeah, I wasn't oh, making a joke. That's <laughs> amazing. <laughs> it's called. Yeah, it's called <laughs> fuck. That's delicious. Yeah. Oh my it, god. It's like so. Vice had, like, has a bunch of web series and like a bunch of mini documentaries already, where they always go into like, you know. It's like guerrilla style journalism. Yeah. They're always going to the underbelly of this underground. We're going to get the real story yeah, about this. It, yeah. Real place. And it's always, you know, it's just, yeah, like a lot of uh, stuff about drugs and stuff about different party cultures and right. subcultures, like just weird stuff like that. So that's kind of how the Flophouse show feels because yeah. it's like. There's definitely like, oh, look, he's doing a keg stand. And then he throws up and it's like, whoa, there's a plane flying over. Sorry, guys. But uh, like that. they've had web series. Uh, they have like different little Vice channels. If you go to like Vice.com, right. they have like uh, Munchies is their food, uh, food one, food Vice channel, and then like Noisy is their music one. Um, hmm. I think Thump is like the like electronic music one, right? Something like that. And then uh, I could Bird be wrong. Time. I think Thump may just be its own thing. I could be tripping. I think <laughs> I'm wrong. Uh, but yeah, so like the Munchies channel has all of these web series and a lot of them are just like short 15 minute episodes and yeah, Action Bronson has had this show for a little while online. It's called Fuck That's Delicious and he just goes places and I Fuck That's food. Delicious. Fuck that. Oh, oh man. Yeah, that's, that's pretty much the show. It's him eating and having orgasms while he's <laughs> I saw, I, or I listened to half of an episode he did recently with Joe Rogan. He was talking about it. But for, so for some reason I missed the name of the show. Like I think he probably just said "fuck that's delicious" and I was like, "Yeah, he probably thinks that that thing he ate was delicious." I didn't <laughs> put it together. That's the name of it. No, it's called it's called "fuck that fuck that's delicious." There's another one that is like a weed food one. Mm. Uh, there's another one that's oh, like edibles, like a edibles. Yeah, like um, food with weed in it. Food with weed in it. Different weed shit. Um, and then there's b- oh, bong appetite is what it's called. <laughs> bong appetite. Yeah. And then there's like another one that bongs is are so appetizing. The water inside. Mm. Mm, drink <laughs> it. <laughs> the most delicious cocktail you've ever had in your life. <laughs> uh, what what else was there? There's another one that I can't remember that I used to like. There's one that's kind of annoying. It's just like the chefs at these really nice restaurants. They <coughs> just go out and get drunk and eat at all their other French chef friends restaurants. It's just a night of chef debauchery. Huh. And then they show back, they go back to their restaurant, like drunk with just this huge entourage. It was like, we're going to make food for the whole restaurant. Hey, guys, one pizza. Oh, I love you. I love you. So my friend is like, my kitchen, my kitchen's like, it's like a family here because I just get drunk and <laughs> make everyone sad. Isn't that weird? <laughs> and prepare, drunkenly prepare a meal while everyone wonders if I'm okay. <laughs> it's just like a family kitchen. Oh, <laughs> Chef friends show up. 
<laughs> but that show's kind of cool. But I, that's pretty much what the show is. You know what's interesting is it's really fun to watch other people have a good time. Yeah. Because, like, just, that's what, like, the Flophouse is kind of like, oh, there's just a bunch of 20-somethings having parties all the time. Mm-hmm. That's kind of, like, the background of the show. That's my life, man. <laughs> yeah, Alfon- when I think of Alfonso, I think Alfonso was just a bunch of twenty-somethings. Yeah, all having fun at once. I'm so I'm like a, I'm a party animal. I'm always partying. Yes, my life is a party. I, it's a weekend every day. Yeah, you're <laughs> like you're like the Tasmanian devil. There's just like a tornado of like mm-hmm. like there's a keg and there's like it's a, just a tornado of glow sticks. People willing to you know just provide me with every vice that I like. Everywhere I go, that's my life, though. What vices do you like? Oh, psh, dude, just like like high fives and winks and smiles. <laughs> Those are pretty low key good vices. Vibes. <laughs> just good vibes. It's overdose on good vibes. No. I don't actually have like people who just provide me with vices. You have vices, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we all have vices. Yeah. What if like it's like a like what? Okay, it's like something that's actively self-destructive that you really enjoy doing. I feel Act. like that would be a vice. Like someone's uh, like, I, I, I know I absolutely should not be doing this, but it's so good. I don't know, like, uh, uh. <laughs> well, because well, like I would say, take risks, well, so I would say, happen. I would say, I would say weed. But if you're saying it's self-destructive, I mean, sometimes, sometimes I feel like it is. Really? Sometimes, yeah. I mean, sometimes I'll smoke out of habit when I didn't really feel like. I wanted to really. I wasn't mm-hmm. already in a good mood and things were fine. But just I was like, oh, I'm just going to get high anyway because it's uh, 3 p.m. And then <laughs> I do. Because why not? And I'm like, well, yeah. man, I really like the headspace I was in before I did this. Really? Yeah. Yeah. If I'm in a good mood or like just I'm enjoying what I'm doing and I don't feel that I'm still like engaged and I'm not bored by anything, then yeah, if I, I don't need to smoke weed. If I, I just, uh, if it's, I need like a change of scenery i guess yeah yeah smoke. i understand that because i've been doing it to sleep at night mm-hmm. but then i will like i probably don't need to do it every night but i'm just like well i, I have a lot left and i don't smoke <laughs> very much yeah like i do like this much like i'm doing a really small hole with my finger it's like a unbelievably small amount yes most people will pack a whole bowl and smoke that shit and i'm like i don't need that i and then i eat food a lot like i'll get the munchies i can't fight that too well so then i just eat at like 10 or 11 p.m just a bunch of chips and hummus there was uh, (laughs) girl scout cookies in my house and so i was just eating a bunch of those it's dangerous to have that shit it's nice to not just be i've never understood the people who are like oh that's just um you know i'm always doing that you know they're they're just like i'm always high all the time yeah i hate that i I don't hate i don't hate that i don't like you don't hate that they do it you don't like yourself when you do it is that yeah it's yeah. like I'm not – I don't function well if I'm high all the time. Yeah, it's me It's not either. a good way for me to be. I can't watch – like, I hate – I wish that I could watch movies and TV shows when I was high, but I always forget everything. I like to be high all the time sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that should be like a book you write. It's like a children's book. I'm all the time high sometimes. all the time sometimes. Yeah, that would be a good – that would be a good, like – Closer to like self-help. It's like a few days on, a few days off. You know, if things have been going very well the last few days, I'm like, dude, I've been productive. This is awesome. The next three days, I'm just gonna be high all the time. Yeah. I'm gonna go out. Just for the sense of balance. Yes, you need <laughs> balance in your life. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Well, when you're in an airplane, you're high all the time, but only sometimes because you're only sometimes on an airplane. That's true. When you're on an airplane, you're high all the time. Yeah. Except at the end and the beginning. I'm high all the time that I'm high. <laughs> <laughs> You've never gotten high and been like not high afterward. Does no. make sense? No. Yeah. Just tautologically, just you can't you can't get high and then not be high. Same. <laughs> I like it. I like it. <laughs> you just get high and you're like, never mind. Yeah, my my thoughts about myself and my relationship with marijuana are not uh, very well thought out because I am usually high when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> 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 have, you, have you ever tried to write while you're high? Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, okay. yeah, I write I write all the time. Does it work? Whether, uh, sometimes, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, no. Oh, okay. It's, it's, I would say that like my success rate is just really more related to if I'm in a good mood or not. And whether I'm in a good mood or not doesn't necessarily rely on if I'm on, like, high or drunk or yeah anything like that it could i could be in a real shit mood and be also high that's just kind of the worst because you're in a shit mood and also you're just like the thing that, w- that could have helped introspective like yeah, yeah being too introverted and stuff like yeah it's not it's not fun or so really like if i'm sober and i'm in like in a really great mood i'll write and be very productive and it's awesome and then eventually at some point in the day i might get kind of bored so i either have to do something else or smoke a little bit of weed and then all of a sudden you're like, ah, new ideas. And you just kind of keep the party going. Mm, yeah. And then it wears off. And then uh, then you got to assess where you, how do you feel, you know? How is it? <laughs> <laughs> how am I? I have this, I, I think at some point I'm going to do it, but I want to wake up on a day off one day and just smoke immediately and go outside and write because I like to sit out here and write. Mm-hmm. It's like the best ever. But I kind of want to try that one day, like just, just like at eight in the morning, just wake up and smoke and then go outside and be like, here we go. And like, whatever happens. Yeah. And then just maybe after, like after the, like the aftermath of that, just go through it later when I'm sober and be like, wow, what the fuck was, Oh, there's a good, you know, I always think that I'm going to do that, but I never actually Uh go through afterwards. Yeah. I, when I do stabs, I usually, it's like once I start writing, I like would smoke all day Uh and just get just really out there all day and then go to stab and then try to do it and read it out loud. Willy, Willy, Willy. Yeah. Uh, it's uh, like, <laughs> but it, I, I set <laughs> aside like, <laughs> I said, well, thank you. I'm glad you liked my work. What but was like, the name of that one? It was somebody. Uh, I think I used my name and it was like, oh wait, like the, what the, the prompt was both. Uh, the For n- people who are listening that don't know. Oh, so Stab, I did. it's this podcast, Stab, where they give you like writing assignments and you write like short, funny essays based on yeah, the prompt. Yeah, it's like comedy homework. I love it. Comedy yeah. homework. And the and the prompt that I got was I was I was a tourism director. No, I had to get people to come to my business. That's oh, right. location, location, location. Yeah, yeah I had a business where called. I was a speech, therapist? speech speech therapist in a town full of people who did not have tongues. Yeah. Because so John I, Ross is evil. Yeah, and so <laughs> I wrote a commercial for it. And you, and if you want to listen to it, if you're a listener of this podcast, then you can feel free to uh, go to stabforgold.com. Yes, and yeah. find it. we encourage that. Here it's on there. Yeah. Podcast. Every it's time I there. type in their website, I get a warning <laughs> like, "This seems like something that would give you a virus." Like on my web browser, like Chrome does not yeah. like Stab for Gold. It's Wait, does it say it? Gives yeah, you a it's warning? like I don't like like Chrome is like I don't trust this website. We get. I need you to get out of here because this is dangerous. That's weird. Yeah, I have never. I think I went once and it never did that. It's done that to me like on the regs. Going I think it's the number four in it in the word gold. 
because that's I'm doing it right now. That's shade. Kind of weird. No warnings. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't get that either. Well, I get it. What? Yeah. You know what? It happens. Okay. Right. It's it's right. a thing. I wasn't. It's a to serious thing. I'm just telling you that I don't. Get I'm it. not ma- like because it's this is not funny. So clearly, I didn't like think this up as a bit. Yeah, we like, got to a real. This really. You know what? You know what? <laughs> oh, like the middle wasn't. Friendship great. ended. All right. Friendship over. Over. That's the most I don't dramatic know. part of the podcast. This is the this is the this is the part of the Watching podcast where this is the climax. You know? That's what people always share. They're like, huge argument. Guy walks out of podcast. Oh yeah, and then it gets all the hits. Comedian owns podcast. What if we just pretended like that happened, and then people are listening, and then it just ends, and they're like, "Wait, what? what? <laughs> we can't do it now." Yeah, no. we've already kind of. This is too behind. The, the next one would have to be like that happens within five minutes, but the podcast is an hour. Oh yeah, yeah, of yeah. Just of yelling in the background. It's <laughs> 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 just like a big troll. Yeah, just that's funny. I like it. Ugh. I like it. That's cool. Diego's one of my favorites. Um, is that a Diegoism? Does yeah, he, that's cool. I like it. He just says that a lot. Oh, okay. I love it. I don't know. You I guys are great. I love it. I haven't talked to him that much in a while. We're getting starting to get into personal stuff here. Oh, it's sorry. Deep. Yeah, yeah no one's gonna care. We don't know who these people are. All these comedians that aren't famous yet. <laughs> We're all gonna be famous. Don't worry about no. it. No. Uh, we can wrap it up though. Yeah. We could this has been a very relaxed one, I feel and like. Well, we're outside. In yeah. the, the fuck chairs. I had I, I was Full telling circle. him while you were inside, I hit that like that weird afternoon, like right after you eat lunch thing where you just get like uh like tired and dumb feeling. Yeah. And so See, at, at I now, had that. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. I think I felt the same. I sort of reached that. Yeah. But yeah, I would usually go for like a little nap at this point. One of my day. favorite time to record a pot like this is like later at night. Because that's when it's just, like, you. I don't know, my brain's, like, going better then for some reason. Yeah. For me, the best is, like, after having done stand-up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because you're up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can never just come home and go to sleep after that. Like, I have to do something, whether it's TV or, like, video games or whatever. Something to decompress. Mm-hmm. All the Fucking my fuck chairs. We've wrapped it all back around to the fuck chairs, sort of. Not really. Okay. Plugs. <laughs> Plugs. Alfonso, what do you have? When is this show going to be uh, released? Tomorrow. Oh, it will it be? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Sure. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, if it is, in that case, um, if any of you are in the Los Angeles area, you can come to IO West and watch Stab Live. Um, for are you going to be on that? Yeah. Oh, cool. Because I saw them. They're driving down right now, like John and Jesse. Yeah, John and Jesse are. And me and Tyler are going tomorrow morning. Oh, yeah. That's pretty exciting. It's going to be pretty fun. Is it like a big festival? What is that exactly? I don't know. It's like a written comedy festival that oh, okay. I don't know if iOS is putting it on, but I guess they were still accepting submissions, and so Jesse just submitted and... Got it. Yeah, got it. So That's very exciting. We got 25 minutes. We're doing like a... Best of? Like a best of stab. Yeah. Oh, so you're, gonna, you're not doing new bits. It's like stuff you've done that was... Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and it's not the format because it's 25 minutes is also shorter. So it's like kind Mm -hmm. of there are two segments that all of us are doing something. And then there's a few that are just like the best that we've each done, really. Yeah. uh, Cherry picked ones. So like. okay, that's good because I I mean, I feel it's so weird with Stab because I love it. I listen to all the episodes and it's always funny, but it's like it's so hard to get people to listen to it. Yeah, it can be. I mean, you know, it's. Sometimes, like, it, the 
if the writing isn't rad and I've been of course very guilty of this <laughs> if the writing is not super awesome then yeah. it can be really hard to listen to yes yeah and also the format doesn't lend itself to really I mean it, I I think it's a weird show kind of like yeah, there's not a lot of stuff like it sometimes no sometimes there can be a lot of like dead time and uh I don't know but also I like it it's sometimes like when it's good it's really it's the fun, best so yeah, yeah. Like when Tyler Kinney invites you to the island of soft rock, it's the best. Do. Yeah, go to SoundCloud. Yeah, go to SoundCloud. SoundCloud is great. Go to, sa- those, go to SoundCloud. Go to stab dot, stabforgold.com and Seriously. Seriously, go. But yeah, so I'm doing that, and then I'm hosting all weekend at Laughs Unlimited. Ooh. Who's for, uh, for who? The headliner is Cash Levy. Oh, cool. Do you know who that is? Yeah. yeah. I listen. My favorite podcast is Cashing In with T.J. Miller. It's Cash Lane. And uh, yeah, I follow. He follows me on Twitter. I followed him, and uh, uh, I've met him a couple times because he's been here. And when he's here, like I'll go and hang out. So maybe I'll be there if I. I think I have stuff every night, but I've never heard of him. Really? Yeah, he's he's a cool he, dude. He's funny. Okay. He yeah. The thing is, is like he, I, the only reason I know about him is because. Like I'm TJ Miller's my favorite comedian. Right. So like as soon as he had a, had a podcast, I was like, listen, I'm listening, and then that's who he does it with. So, huh. I mean, they've been doing less of it lately because TJ Miller's just busy with Deadpool and things that are like that. But, um, but yeah, I'm like a fan of Cash Levy now because of that podcast, and he's really nice. He's super cool. Oh. I hung out with him a little bit last time he was here. I felt bad because like we went. Uh, he wanted to get food, so I drove him to get food. And he's like, you want a burrito or anything? And I was like, ah, no. Like, I was trying to be nice and be like, no, it's okay. But I think I should have said yes. Like, it was one of those, like, you say yes, and then you get to hang out with the guy. And mm. he teaches, I don't know. And so, he like, <laughs> he teaches you the ways of comedy. No, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Luke. I just felt really. fucking up again. And it you was like know that You don't know that you want a burrito, you but no, and I just felt like uh, like bad, like oh, I should have just kept hanging out with him because he was just gonna be alone eating a burrito in the rain, and because <laughs> it was raining too, of course. You're a monster, Luke. I know. I'm On sure, accident, I meant I'm well. Sure when he sees you, he's just gonna be like, oh, this is oh, that this is the non burrito guy. <laughs> like this is something he's been secretly super upset about. Like I hope that fucking guy shows up this weekend. Yeah, well, they've they've read my stuff on the podcast since then, so it's okay. Really? Yeah, you can. They have a thing. They have a segment called Maskers. Which is Ask the Masters, and they have all these hilarious bits about why. And then T.J. Miller always gets upset that it's it's not about masks. It's <laughs> Ask the Masters. It's not about superheroes. It's not about tribal masks. It's m- mas- We wouldn't call it. And then he just goes out. He rants. It's really funny. It's one of the bits. But um, yeah, like a f- like probably four or five times they've read something. They're like at Captain Arg because that's what I used to be, and then now it's at a big TV. And I'm pretty sure he connects the dots, but I don't know. Anyways, he's really cool, so you'll have fun. That's yeah. cool. This weekend, Alfonso, Last on Limited. Well, that's good Cash to know. Out. Super great. That's good to know. I looked him up, and it said that he was super clean, and I was just like, oh, I, yeah. I should be clean. He has too. clean humor. But, I mean, when I saw him at Laughs, he's just fucking everything. So it's he, He's clean. Like he's. I think he's really – he like does he a lot market, of corporate stuff. Oh, so he markets it so himself that way just yeah. to get those gigs and stuff? Yeah, because okay. I think he does a lot of that sort of thing. Um, but, yeah. Okay. Anything else? Your Twitter, Instagram? Uh, I mean, you can follow me on those things. Twitter is at um, Fonzie Portella, F-O-N-Z-I-E-P-O-R-T-E-L-A. My Instagram is Alfonso Portella. It's just A-L-F-O-N-S-O-P-O-R-T-E-L-A. Um, my <laughs> band is Modern Man. 
if you're into technical, fast, experimental, psychedelic, grind, metal, um, then then you can go to bandcamp.com slash <laughs> modernman916. You know, take take a take a listen and tell me what you think. Tweet at me. Let me know. Uh, let me know that you care. Uh, my email is <laughs> <laughs> my personal email. My mom's personal email. Uh, yeah, and then uh, my band is playing a show March twenty second at the Third Space in Davis, California. Awesome. And, Very uh, cool. That's probably the nearest the next gig we have. So come check that out. Good, good. That's all my plug. Word up. JoJo, what is yours? Find me on Twitter at Bucky Gums. You can find me on Instagram at Bucky Gums. You can find me on Facebook at JGL Comedy. And the last Friday of every month, I do a a show at Empire's Comics Vault in Sacramento. Always a fire show. Really great. You have you done it yet, Alfonso? <laughs> yeah, I just it. realized I should plug the the poor house open mic that I do. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> last I'm Wednesday. So bad at last that. Last Wednesday of every month. The every last month. Wednesday of every month. The next one being the twenty fourth of March. I run a showcase slash open mic at Poor House in Sacramento, California. It's a bar. It's, it's a bar. Great. Starts at nine. Sign ups are eight thirty. I like the challenge of the room. Like the room is a challenge, because <laughs> there's like such a, no one sits close. So no. by the time you get up, if if you're on the mic, it's like the only people sitting there are like in the booths across the room. So you have to like really, like it's a good workout. How are you? What's going on? Like I mean, yeah, I, I'll just get off the stage because like why you know, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't know. Anyways, yeah. Do do you have that's, that's it? Okay. That's all. Uh, follow me at Epic Tiki Comedy on Twitter at Epic Tiki on Instagram. Uh, Facebook.com slash Luke Soin, I'm pretty sure. Uh, like our Facebook pages, Epic Tiki, the po- Epic Tiki's Take the Podcast, uh, Epic Tiki, we have one for that. Our YouTube channel, YouTube.com slash Epic Tiki Comedy. We have sketches and we're working on stuff. We w- we'll make something soon, I hope. We just, schedules are shitty and hard to make happen. And I'm going to be at the Punchline tonight, which was yesterday, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out. <laughs> 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 so go back in time and watch that. Uh, I'm doing a show <laughs> in Modesto for AJ DeMello, which is like a charity show. Uh, I don't remember where it's at, so just go to that. And um, <laughs> I'm going to do a charity show with Kelvin Kumar for like an Indian festival, so that should be in- very interesting. And then on the I like how you're not giving dates or locations for any of these things. Yeah, well, because those are, I mean, you know. The the logic of, of m- plugging live shows on a podcast is absolutely baffling. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, understand. if you have, like, people who listen immediately, then it matters. I guess like Doug, so. Like Doug Benson, he'll plug at the yeah. beginning, and it makes sense because, like, I'll be in here at that time, and then people know. I don't know. Well, fine. Then <laughs> March, March 18th, I'm at the Blue Lamp for Moxie Crush oh, with Robert Berry. Love that. You're not going to that? <laughs> <laughs> oh, Definitely. yeah. yeah. So I'll see what you're doing there. Uh, March 25th, uh, on Friday at 8, I'm doing a Blacktop Showcase. Wait, the first the 25th? ever. Yeah. I'm on that show too. Ooh, wee! <sighs> We're both doing the first Blacktop uh, com- stand up showcase. Folks, uh, don't go to the Blacktop Showcase. Come to Empire's Comics Vault. Hang out with <laughs> JoJo Lewis and all of the wonderful comics but he you picked. You get more of the sweet jokes that, I, that I've been spewing all, pod- all of this episode. What spewing? we're trying to I say is pop. there's fun stuff happening on the 25th. People, I'm gonna. The description of this episode is gonna be like, we were so tired and lazy feeling. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know what to say. I thought I had more shows. I guess I was. 
cooler than I thought. Got to get your shit together, Lucas. Anyways, guys, uh, those are our things that we are doing soon and stuff. Oh, also listen to the sexy podcast I do with Jared Guzman. We'll have you on soon, Alfonso. JoJo's been on it. Forget what the episode's called, but it's like seven or eight. It's episodes, about dicks, seven or eight. whatever it is. Yeah, it's great. Uh, thank you guys for listening, and we'll be back next week. I hope with maybe Chris Johnson, possibly, maybe. but he had strep throat this week. Isn't mm. dead. Yeah, he's dead. Yeah. Please don't die. Okay, bye. See ya.